here we are once again. It's still sober with John Rabin, episode 223, posting on October 12th, 2022. So when this goes up, uh, hello. If you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane. Um, I have something, I have a, a, a question for you guys. Um, and I'm going to save that for after this first part. So, uh, end of the episode, if you want to skip through the fentanyl spiel, that's fine. But I, I have something, you know, there, yeah, there's a question I need to ask your advice, what you think's going on. I'm going to present something that occurred and find out, uh, what you think. I, I have no clue. It's it's baffling. Um, me and my boss don't know what's going on, and we we have a couple of theories, but they're not great. And I'll get into that later. Uh, first off, um, my birthday's in ten days, and my wife uh, got me a, a a gift, and it was one of these gifts that has a um, short uh, trial period but that you can return it if it doesn't work out so she gave it to me early and she also quote unquote made us made a mistake because it's a, it's a new phone is a Motorola uh, to replace my Samsung that I've been using for I don't know a couple years now a few years and she said you know she goes, I didn't know it was going to be this big. And it's a bigger phone than the one that I'm used to. And I've already, you know, and I had made a point about how I'm, I'm like, look, I am not going to go for a bigger phone. If anything, I want to go in reverse. You know, she was trying to get me into the iPhone. I think I brought that up on the, on the podcast that she's like trying to get me to switch to the iPhone. And I told her, you know what? You get me an iPhone SE. You get me a small iPhone that has more memory than what I've got, then I'll do it. Well, she screwed up on this thing, as she said. She said, she, you know, she's like, I didn't know it was going to be so big. It's a big phone. And, but she gave it to me on Monday night, right before Monday night football. And I subscribed to the NFL app. So I kind of... So I'm like, all right. Well, I started messing with it, and uh, I've been complaining about the NFL app not being uh, the streaming on there and everything, and it's just kind of kind of crappy. Uh, turns out it was my phone because this phone, it was awesome. It was great, <laughs> and I'm immediately like, well, I'm keeping this phone. I know it's big. I know it's kind of uh, cumbersome, but uh, turns out our networking and we also like I got I, I also bought like a new fire stick because we couldn't update our old one that we've had for several years and this is not the takeaway from Spectrum aka Time Warner Cable I still think that they suck however all the problems that we've been blaming on Spectrum turns out it's uh, old technology that's outdated and um, not wanting to change can be a detriment if you actually get something new and actually update it 
It's like, oh, I can't make this work. Time to get a new one. You're like, well, I don't want to get a new one. Well, if you're forced to get a new one and you're angry about it, but then it starts performing at a level that you didn't expect, you're like, well, shit. I guess that was that was it. So, big. I, I just wanted to say, yeah, the Motorola phone, and it's funny because it comes with the um, a stylus, a little pen, pops out of the phone that I can use if I want to write notes. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is neat. And I started writing, and I realized, oh, I'm left-handed, and my handwriting is shit. Um, maybe the stylus is not for me. Why don't I just type notes? Because uh, even my doodling here looks awful. Hmm. Anyway. Uh, I'm bringing up... So, here's the thing about fentanyl. So, my brother is a uh, coach and a teacher, and he was doing a uh, presentation for his kids uh, about fentanyl, and he had contacted me to see if I had any extra... Um, pointers or any kind of information to, to add uh, I was in a meeting and missed it so I told him I said you know what I'm going to do this was earlier today like I had some other things I wanted to talk about sure but it was earlier today and I went you know what for my brother what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a, a PSA type thing I'm going to do a thing for about fentanyl um, on this episode and, uh, and I'll keep it clean, and then um, I'll let my brother know that he can just send people, oh, he can have the kids come over and listen to, they can listen to the, the episode. And I, um, but the more I think about it, and then now that I'm doing it, and the fact that I've already said shit three times counting this sentence, um, I don't think I'm going to be able to keep it clean. Sorry, James. Uh, you're just going to have to get the information from this. Also, the other thing is, is that if you try to get, I don't think you're going to get a teenager to listen to a podcast episode by a guy who's almost 50. I don't think, um, I don't think that uh, kids in their teens are a huge demographic of any Gen X or podcaster. I think the only way you're going to get um, a kid to voluntarily listen to something about fentanyl is if it's on TikTok and somebody's doing a dance while they're talking about fentanyl and um, some of the information or they're presenting the information um, while some uh, trap music and auto-tune is going on in the background um, with some uh, attractive girl who's pointing at text on the TikTok and gesturing um, and then at the end says uh, like and subscribe or whatever. You don't like uh, a TikTok, I understand that. But uh, what I'm getting at is uh, I may not be the one to present the message directly, but I can give you some information that uh, you may not have. So I so what I'm going to do is present this like an intro to fentanyl, uh, just a couple of things, you know, not 
I'm not going to repeat anything like in a Wikipedia. Like you should go to Wikipedia and go, what is fentanyl? Oh, what is a synthetic opioid? I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to dispel some uh, um, bullshit that you've heard, uh, some rumors, some fear tactics, um, and also just just some information that you can keep in your mind from my perspective and uh, do with what you will. All right, so here's the deal. We're going to go over a couple of things. Here's the thing about fentanyl. Um, a lot of people are going to tell you it's the number one killer of people ages 18 to 40. That's being thrown around out there. I, um, yeah, I think it's, I don't think that that's accurate. All right. That doesn't mean that it's not scary because it is. I think accidents are still the number one killer. Um, but it's close. That's the other thing. It has overtaken um, other overdose deaths. And the reason that it's dangerous is because fentanyl. Well, I'm jumping ahead. So. Here's the other thing. Fentanyl is not new. It's not some new scary drug. It's a scary drug, but it's not new. It was developed in 1960. It's been used by prescription in America since 1968. The difference is, you know, because for, for, the, for the most part, fentanyl is used in like a... Uh, um, I remember seeing it like in a slow release patch because it's, you know, it's potent, but, you know, you do it slow release over a long period of time and it's effective, you know, it's more effective that way. Um, it's popped up more recently because um, traffickers have figured out that it's really cheap to manufacture and then you can then use that to put in counterfeit pills or in certain drugs um, as a cost-cutting measure. So it's like, hey, this heroin is shit. Let's put a little fentanyl in it and make it stronger to overcompensate. And we don't have to do as much heroin, which is a pain in the ass to get. Or... You know, trace amounts of Adderall in these counterfeit pills to where it acts like Adderall, but then put a little fentanyl in it to give it a boost to, so that you feel it a little bit more. And it mitigates costs of manufacturing these other drugs. Um, if you're hearing this and you don't know who I am, um, I been sober for 10 years but I was a heroin addict for three of those years um, and uh, and yeah, of course dabbled with all kinds of drugs so you know what do you know I researched this shit I've also been doing this podcast for four years I've been talking about it and I've been talking about fentanyl I've looked at I've, I've researched it and um, and here's from a personal level here's the thing about being an ex-heroin addict so the things I, I, I wanted to 
because there's a there's a thing being thrown around a statement and it's they quote the same thing and i honestly i haven't been able to find out the data on where it came from but i'm going to assume that it's true let's just assume that it's true but it keeps getting thrown around that fentanyl is a hundred times stronger than morphine and 50 times stronger than heroin sometimes they say it's a hundred times more potent i like that better it's a more potent than morphine 50 times more potent than heroin The problem with throwing this this thing around is it's meant to be scary. However, if you're young and you like doing drugs and you hear that there's a drug on the market that's 50 times stronger than that drug that you've taken, your immediate reaction is, fuck, I got to get some fentanyl. Holy shit. Is that going to make me 50 times higher? And here's where, here's what we're talking about. Here, here it is. No, it's more potent. Doesn't get you higher. It gives you the same effects as morphine and heroin, with 50 times the risk, because it's more potent. This drug has been around. This synthetic opioid has been around since 1968, but you haven't heard about heroin about fentanyl problems in the 70s you didn't hear about it in the 80s you didn't hear about it in the 90s now maybe because it wasn't as easy to manufacture as it is now you know especially when you've got a uh, you know a, a country like china that's just making the shit you know it's like hey we've got the means to make a lot of it um you know send it to the cartels um but the thing is, is that it wasn't a desired product because if if there was anything that made, that made you 50 times higher than heroin and it had the reputation of being 50 times uh, higher or even two to three times higher, word would get around. That's what people would go for. But most people haven't heard of fentanyl till, since the last um, you know five years or so. And that's my point. That's how you know. It's a bunch of horse shit. So it shouldn't be something that, that makes you go, ooh. If you like doing drugs, it shouldn't make you sit there and go, man, I get my, get my hands on it because it's going it, to, it doesn't. If you do and you survive it, you're going to be fucking disappointed because your expectations are going to be higher and it's not going to do anything, you know, like you're not going to supersede and that's the other thing about doing drugs you never supersede the first time you got high that's the whole point of a heroin addict they're always chasing that first high and trying to get back to that first high that they that they ever experienced whether either intentionally or subconsciously that's what they're doing and at some point if you become that deeper of a drug addict then it's just doing it to feel normal right but uh but i just you need that's a really important thing that that people need to know because there is that part of it like you know you want to do this 
do the strongest drug and you're like, oh man, it's not. Absolutely not. So it's a misleading statement. The other thing um, you need to, to know about is that it is, um, there is uh, Narcan. Here in Texas, Narcan is legal and you don't need a prescription to get it. Um, Narcan is a brand of uh, naloxone, which is the opioid overdose reversal uh, medication. It's like an inhaler that it put, you put over somebody's nose and you push it and it, uh, and it will bring somebody overdosing on, on opioids out of their overdose. It's also a very safe drug so that if you mistake somebody who just drank a lot of booze and they pass out and you're like, fuck, and you hit them with naloxone, it won't do anything to them. It's not something that kids can take. You know, you've got, let's say you've got some Narcan for an emergency. It's, it's not something that some kids are like, I'm going to take it and get high. It doesn't get you high. It doesn't do anything. It's so safe that it's legal in Texas. This is my point. You know what's not legal in Texas? Fentanyl testing strips, paper, pieces of paper that you can test a drug with to see if it has fentanyl in it is considered paraphernalia, drug paraphernalia, and it's still classified illegal in Texas, which is dumb, and and at some point, one day may change. But it currently is not. So my recommendation, until we can get, you know, fentanyl testing, and the reason is, is because theoretically it's like, oh, if you make testing strips available, people are not going to stop doing drugs because the fear of death keeps people, you know, stops all drug use, right? No, people are going to do drugs. It's like, oh, it's going to enable them to do drugs. They're going to do drugs anyway. You might as well have paper be legal to help mitigate and um, to help maybe prevent uh, a death. Um, But back to that Narcan, it's legal in Texas. I highly recommend if you're around people that like to do uh, recreational drugs, and I don't mean necessarily hard shit. I mean anything from like, you know, like we're talking Molly. We're talking maybe a little bit of cocaine at a party or anything like that. If you're ever around, and you know, you know who people are, you know, that if, if people are doing uh, prescription drugs or doing whatever little extra stuff in addition to smoking weed or just drinking, carry Narcan with you. Keep it in your purse, uh, keep it in your car. There are programs in Texas that are funding them that uh, where you can get uh, free Narcan. Also, um, I think that program's actually being stretched thin um, until Texas decides to uh, invest money in things other than border security to help with drugs at some point. If we push them enough, maybe they'll send more funding to make more uh, Narcan available. But uh, I highly recommend having Narcan on hand if you're around anybody, just just in case. You know, so that's my thing about about fentanyl. One last thing. Um, here's the other thing. There's and there's two myths I want to dispel. 
about fentanyl. Number one, you can't OD by touching it. If there's some powder and it turns out to be fentanyl and you accidentally touch it, it's not going to make you OD and, and nearly kill you. That's uh, that's a bunch of bullshit. That's, uh, that's some stuff that the... Uh, uh, CDC made cops freak out about and cops still think that and the CDC finally got that off of their website. Um, they had it up on their website for two years that uh, fentanyl uh, can cause overdose if you uh, touch it with your skin. Um, not true. It's not that dangerous. That's the thing. It's, it's not a good drug. It's dangerous. But it's not the devil. All right. Don't take it as don't, you know, in fear. You're just like, oh, it's it, let's let's be reasonable here. Number one, it can't kill you just because you touched it. Number two, the idea of rainbow fentanyl, which is multicolored fentanyl is out there and they do exist. There's rain. There is fentanyl and counterfeit pills in multiple colors. The reason that it's multiple colors is they are tr is that um, the manufacturers of the drug are trying to emulate and make it look like other prescription medication. You know how prescription medications all come in different colors? What they're trying to do is mimic certain drugs, whether it be Oxycontin or Adderall or, you know, something like that. They're trying to mimic the different colors. What they are not doing is trying to um, lure children into doing fentanyl during Halloween. That Be careful with trick-or-treating out there. This is the same kind of shit that they used to tell us when we were kids about like, watch out for the chocolate. People are hiding razor blades in candy because they're coming for your kids. Um, they're doing the same thing, but this is, you know, they want they want you to be scared. There's some kind of political, you know, they want to they want to scare you that they're coming for your children so that you'll vote Republican. That's really what it is. There's 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 some people that are doing that. There's some people that are just saying it because they actually believe it. Let me uh, just explain how drug dealing works. You want, the people you want to do your drug are people who can get money. Children don't have a fucking income. They don't have jobs. They don't have access to large amounts of cash. Dead children cause a lot of attention. Dead drug users don't. A lot of people just expect them. It's like, well, personal responsibility. It was your fault. You took the drug. People will, it doesn't make people who do drugs stop doing drugs. If a bunch of children die, it's going to cause attention and it's going to cause more pressure on cartels, on dealers, on stuff that they don't really want. They want drugs out they just want they want to put drugs in the hands of people who are going to do drugs and give them money that's their intention they don't give a fuck about your kids 
All right. So, you know, the idea that fentanyl is in multiple colors is not new. This has also been around for a while. So when you hear people talking about rainbow fentanyl out there, settle down. It's just, yeah, sometimes they come in different colors. So I just want to get those out of the way. Those are just, just calm down, everybody. Let's look at this reasonably. The, the one thing, the reason that, here's the reason that fentanyl is dangerous. Because it's so potent. It's being put in drugs that aren't advertised as fentanyl. And it's killing people that don't do drugs very often. This is the first kind of drug, you know, young people ages 17 to 22 or whatever, 23, 24, they don't go to a party and... um, they're hanging out with friends, having a good time, and they're like, hey, I think I'll try heroin. That's not how that happens. They don't casually do heroin. You know, they don't go to the bathroom and the person next to them on the, uh, on the sinks going, hey, do you want to do a line of heroin? This is not something that happens. Hey, do you want to do a line of fentanyl? No, it's added to already to other drugs or things or like counterfeit pills so they think they're taking something else they think they're taking molly they think they're taking adderall and it looks like adderall or it looks like molly they're at a concert and they're like yeah and maybe there's some molly in it but then there's some fentanyl in it and then they od it's not killing drug addicts. This is not something that you can just sit there and go and like other things go, well, you know, they put themselves in this situation. They're drug addicts. They keep doing the drug. At some point, it's going to kill them. This is killing people who don't know they're taking it, who don't think that they're doing anything crazy. Real junkies have a tolerance to opioids. This is not killing junkies. This is killing people who have no tolerance to the drug whatsoever because they've never done the drug before. And that's why it's dangerous. It's dangerous for teenagers and college students and that, you know, that age group because they don't know that they're doing it. And it's that scary of a drug. All right. That's what you need to know about fentanyl. Stillsoberpod at gmail.com if you have any other questions. All right, guys, before I get out of here, uh, so here's the thing that happened. I work on, I, I tend to do some overtime on Sundays for at the warehouse where I work uh, because I can put in a little extra overtime, get a little um, like work done, preparing for the week. But mainly I do that so that I can get paid to watch football. Watch it on my phone, watch it on the laptop. I got CBS going on the laptop. I got Fox going on my phone. So I'm watching football. I'm getting paid to watch football. I'm working and I'm working hard, but I'm fucking watching football and my wife works at home and I'm out of her hair. 
this last Sunday, I'm working. And I noticed, and the thing is, is that our warehouse is out on a street that there's one, there's like a roofing business on the other side of us. So the only people that drive through our area are people going to the roofing company. They're either coming back or they're they're leaving. Like that's, you know, it's, it's those employees and that's it. That's the only people out there. And on Sundays, there's nobody out there. There's nobody driving around. But this Sunday, there is this one car, and it's in a little electric BMW, and it's being driven by some young, um, I'd say early 20s girl, woman, um, who's got uh, color in like a section of her hair, right? And she is driving and she drives down the road that ends up dead, you know, it dead ends into his, like private property. So I see her drive by and then I, she loops around, then she takes a left at the turn that then goes by the side of the warehouse. Because our bay door that I've got open that I'm looking out, I can see the road going in front of the warehouse and then there's a street right in front of our dock where people pull in, that sort of thing. So I'm like right there on the corner. So I see her drive by and I see, and then she must loop around and, and then come over and she turns left and then she drives by the warehouse. She doesn't look at me and she just drives and then she takes a right at the next turn and disappears. Now it, I must point out that a block away there is a uh, strip club. It's an all-nude strip club. It's not classy. It's kind of gross. Um, but other than that, actually, it's probably three blocks away. But other than that, there's just like a, like a welding and an auto repair and then like just a whole bunch of nothing out there. Um, but this car, she disappears and a couple minutes later comes back and she loops back around and goes like in the reverse circle that she's going. She goes back, turns right, loops around where I can't see her, drives all down the road. So she was doing this when I arrived, which is about 11 a.m. She kept driving by for four hours and then was gone for an hour as if she took a lunch break and then she came back and drove around and kept driving around for another two hours it's like six hours total she's probably drove by the warehouse I would say at least a hundred times and here's the crazy part all right she used her blinker, slowed down at the stop sign. There's nobody else out here, but every time she turned, she used her blinker. She never looked at me. She always looked straight. She wasn't having music playing. In the morning, she had the windows open. Then, like, as it got a little warmer, she had the windows closed, I guess, for the AC. I don't know what she was doing. 
I don't know if it has anything to do with the strip club over there. I don't know if she um, was driving around, checking out, is waiting for somebody specific, maybe an ex to show up there or a current person she's dating. I don't know. But that's fucking weird. And it's been bugging me. I have no idea what she was doing out there. At first, I thought maybe she's an employee of the strip club because she's in that age range, but she was waiting for the business to pick up or there's a certain patron there that's kind of creepy that she doesn't like. Or maybe, you know, maybe she's driving around waiting for her time to take the main stage because she didn't want to go through the... I don't know. There may be no connection with that strip club. She Maybe she was test driving the car. But test driving in the car for six hours, like doing four hours and then leaving, I, I, I'm guessing to charge the car. Maybe she was testing the battery out. But why would you drive in the same spot, the same few blocks for hours? Wouldn't you want to check out other parts of the city just to break up the monotony? If you have any ideas what she was doing. I almost ran out there and jumped in the in the way and went, stop, tell me why. I'm not gonna stop you. I just wanna know why. What the fuck are you doing? If you have any ideas, stillsoberpod at gmail.com because it's killing me. I have no idea. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Later.